Hi everybody and welcome to my new podcast. My name is Sharon and I am a medium, a psychic medium and a Reiki practitioner and Reiki master. Um, I thought it would be nice to set up a podcast just for somewhere for us to all be able to come and share everything that we're going through really at the moment with this uh, unnatural world that we're living in right now, you know, which it really is for a lot of us who have never ever experienced anything like this before. I also run a very successful uh, support group on um, Facebook, which is actually called Guided Healing. So if anybody would like to come over and join in, please feel free to do so. Um, You would have to go through a few little questions um, via our admin. But if you just say um, you was recommended to come by from um, Sharon's podcast on guided healing, uh, you will be allowed to come on and enjoy the reasoning behind Uh, Why I've made it a private group is because obviously, you know, there are an awful lot of trolls around um, who really just just want to come on and just actually cause trouble for you. Um, And that's not what we're about. The reasoning behind uh, my support group is to help as many people as I can with the struggles that they might be experiencing at the moment. And also it's for a lot of spiritual uh, things, you know, those who believe in uh, something beyond this world, um, the other side, as we call it. Now, just to tell you a little bit about myself and how this all kind of manifests for me and how it first started was um, I you know, it's a little bit of a cliche, really, but it kind of started for me when I was very young. I do come from a long line of mediums and uh, persons with uh, spiritual connections. Um, So in my house growing up, it was never, um, never frowned upon, if you like, you know, uh, my dad would always do uh, uh, Ouija board, Saturday night Ouija boards when I was growing up um, and it was something that we basically was was used to happening. Um, I started seeing spirit from a very, very early age. I started to see spirit from when I was about as early as I can remember really from about five years old, five or six years old. And you know when um, you often hear parents saying, you know, my child's got an imaginary friend, actually don't take that for red because uh, your child, or, or take it as red, should I say, that your child has not got an imaginary friend. The chances are this is a spiritual connection that your child is having. Uh, We do know that children are very susceptible to spirit as well as animals and uh, children and adults with profound learning difficulties. And um, this is because their 
they don't you know there's no reason for them to judge there's no reason for them not to you know they would not question it um and this is why uh spirit uh normally do come to um those kinds of people being whether it's somebody who's got a disability a mentally uh um so I would say like my, my, my niece is Down syndrome and she sees it a lot. Um, so it's kind of like where they don't really need to question it, if you know what I mean. Um, and animals especially. Um, my upbringing was very difficult in as much as um, I lost my mum from a very, very, very early age. I, uh, my mum took her own life um, when I was nine years of age and I found it very, very, very difficult. Um, and growing up was a very difficult time for me. I kind of like blocked my mum out of my memory, blamed her for everything that kind of went on in my life, even to stubbing my toe or you know uh just in general um she would get the blame for everything i hated her i'm not afraid to say that i really did not understand as to why anybody could do that to me i come from a large family of nine um and you know uh we was all relatively young when my mum took her life i found my mum with one of my brothers which was even more traumatic for me um and I blocked her out of my life and um I didn't deal with this I obviously just shoved it back to the back of my mind as you would do you know just because when you are faced with a when as a child or even as an adult uh, is faced with a trauma we just intend to bury it rather than talk about it there is just this big stigmatism around suicide which there should not be especially now because um in the 70s when i was growing up it was never spoke about it was always brushed under the carpet it was never explained to me um nobody ever sat down with me and actually uh spoke to me about any of this and how it could have a major impact on my life I was just in them days, you're just expected to get on with it and move on. I never went to her funeral. I wasn't allowed to. In them days, it was seen and not heard. Um, no one ever really comfort, comforted me, you know, never put their arms around me. Um, whereas now we're taught, you know, thank God. People would still say that it's not enough, but we do live in a completely different society now. Um, and I do feel that there is a lot more out there for uh, people that are really struggling with mental health and with not being able to um, talk to anybody. And I feel that that is a major factor um is being able to talk and be listened to um and this is why um i actually decided to uh start my group but there was a lot of factors before that um and going back to how 
I connected with spirit was I had another spirit child that came to me um, and I never questioned it. And, you know, she was a great comfort to me and we played together and she was there as my confidant. She was there as my comfort. And I only really kind of lost sight of her a few years ago, really. But I knew that I had to let her go on and be able to do more work where she was needed. Um, but then I kind of grew up, you know, and as you do, you go to, you know, you go to school, you go to big school, you start mixing, you start meeting boys, you start sort of living your life and slowly but surely I lost track and lost sight of my spiritual connections. Even though there was a, a few of my school friends that knew I was able to do this and I would read for some of them, it wasn't a forethought of all uh, our beings, if you know what I mean. So we just kind of got, I just kind of got on with my life really. Um, but then, and then I got married, and I, you know, I found my soulmate, my partner, who I have now been married to for over forty years. In fact, forty-one years now. He was my soulmate, and still is my soulmate. Um, and we have a very close connection, even though he comes from the other side of the world. I'm in a mixed relationship, um, and our destiny was meant to be together. We have four beautiful children, two boys, two girls who are all grown up now and doing their own thing. And I couldn't be more proud of where they are today and what they're doing with their lives. I have beautiful grandchildren um, who I absolutely adore. Um, but I, um, I kind of halfway through my children growing up I had a really bad time I had a nervous breakdown a total nervous breakdown I was having up to 15 to 20 panic attacks a day uh, they were waking me up I didn't go out I didn't interact I lost uh, such a vast amount of weight I went down to six and a half stone I was dissecting dissecting my food I wouldn't eat sugar I wouldn't uh, do anything that would make my heart race or cause my panic attacks and I thought that was down to dietary so I would chew my food spit it out I suppose you could call it a little bit of uh, anorexia in a way but thank god it didn't lead down that path I just for me my mindset was just about you know, um, what it was doing to my, you know, my heart and how it was making my heart race. Um, and that was one of the reasonings behind why I, I, I cut a lot of stuff out of my diet. But I struggled. I really struggled, guys. And I know exactly what mental health can do to somebody. And at this point, I really had no idea. I was scared. I was frightened. My family was scared. I lost all my confidence. Um, if somebody had told me I'd be doing what I'm doing today and I would be where I am now, I would have laughed in their faces. Um, it was a very, very traumatic time for me. I'd done a lot of what my mum used to do, actually, during her mental health issues. 
because I grew up with my mum's mental health issues before she took her life. And I started to mimic her, which was very strange. I started to lock myself away in my bedroom because this was my safe haven. Um, and I would lock myself away from the outside world. It was, I was scared really. It, it was being scared and vulnerable. Um, and I knew that I needed to get help. And I think at that particular time, if anybody had said to me, take this and it will make you feel better, I would have done anything. I wasn't in the same mindset. I knew I had to be there for my family. My mum, give me that if nothing else, if you know what I mean, if you can understand where I'm coming from. I had the strength to know that I wasn't going to do what my mum had done. I wasn't going to leave my children behind. That was going to be the, you know, that was never going to enter my head. Suicide never, ever took me down. It never took me down the same path as it took my poor mum down. But what it did do was kind of like, and the, this is the, the universe again, um, tr you know, taking us down these paths that we need to go down in order to get to where I'd got to. And it was to, to make me realise just how bad things must have been for my mum. And in them days, you know, let's face it, all they ever did was give you a prescription and, you know, give you uppers and downers to make you feel better. There was never anybody to talk to. Uh, my mum probably had a lot of postnatal depression. She was probably going through the change, which was never recognised then as it is today. You know, um, an unbalanced mind doesn't automatically mean that it is all down to mental health. It could be an unbalance in your hormones and all sorts of things. Um, but we are so, so, so lucky that we have got the help out there. Some people would still say that it's not enough, but compared to what it used to be like many, 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 many years ago, I think we are quite lucky what we have got and this leads me sort of coming up towards where I am now I got the help my doctor was absolutely marvelous and I don't know where I would be without my doctor right now um but also my counselor who was absolutely amazing um and you know I am still seeing my counselor 15 years 16 years on not so much as what I used to in the beginning she's kind of we're weaning off now because she's going to be retiring soon but she's always said that my door will always be open for you you know um I think I've probably brought her big house where she lives <laughs> to be quite honest with the money that I've spent with my counselling, but to me, it was money that was well spent. Um, and it brought me to where I am today. And um, I started to slowly, slowly get my life back together. I had a few out of body experiences during my time, locked away in my bedroom, and I was taken to places which 
oh, I can't even describe to you what the most amazing, beautiful places that I've ever, ever been to in my life. Um, it was the weirdest feeling because I didn't see, but I felt my seeing, if that makes sense. I felt how green it was. I felt the smells. I felt the sounds. I felt the surroundings. It was absolutely amazing, which now makes me think of death in a completely different light. And there is absolutely nothing for any one of us to have to fear. I'm not a religious person. I've been asked this question a few times before. I'm very spiritual. Um, and yes, I do believe in the universe and I do believe in God to that extent. But I'm not fanatical in religion. But I am very spiritual and I do believe that life, our souls have uh, gone on time and time again. This, what we carry around with us, is just an overcoat. And this is why I've decided to do a podcast, um, because I have got a lot to give, a lot of life experiences to give out there on mental health being, on suicide, on spiritual, and especially on my Reiki, which was brought to me another path that I was uh, meant to go down. My beautiful daughter, my eldest daughter, brought me a gift and my husband a gift to go to meditation classes, um, which when I was able to start going out again, which took a while, it was a struggle. I could only go up to the top of the road and back again for quite some time. It was a real struggle. But eventually when I did, and with my husband's support, we went to our first meeting, which I absolutely embraced and thoroughly enjoyed and couldn't wait to go back to my next meditation class. I built up a real rapport with my meditating, my teacher, who I then found out uh, done Reiki and was a Reiki master and a Reiki teacher. And that is where the rest is history. I eventually started to build up quite a lot of my confidence and I was then able, took a long time, I'm missing out a lot here, it took an awful long time to get me to that point, but I then was able to go um, on a um, journey with my mentor and that is where I began to learn all about my Reiki and have my attunements and become a Reiki master, a Reiki practitioner and a Reiki master, where during my attunements, I was opened up again spiritually and I found myself spiritually, which is fully embraced and come back and opened up 
and I'm smiling, although you can't see this, I'm absolutely smiling uh, with joy because I have reconnected with my spiritual team, my guides, my guardian angels, uh, my dad, who is one of my spirit guides, um, and I've been able to continue and carry forward my work as my Reiki um, as a Reiki practitioner and as a Reiki master and as a medium. And this is where I've kind of knew that I, the path that I needed to go down was to start a group long before lockdown. Um, I'm really proud of the group that I have. I have over one and a half thousand people on my group which is a very small closed down group compared to a lot of uh, groups out there. But this is because I wanted it to be a private closed down group um, where we only um, have people that have been recommended from other people on our group. Uh, we do lots of things on our group and mainly it's a support group, but I do spirit lives on my group, which is on, once a month. Um, we do a spirit live. Uh, we do angel card readings every morning on my group. I used to do readings, but now they just posted. I just post them. I do meditation, private meditation, private readings, private Reiki sessions, distant healing, as you could appreciate at the moment. It's very difficult for me to do hands-on because my husband was shielding for quite a long time because he has, uh, well, he's borderline COPD. I have fibromyalgia. So we had to keep ourselves safe. But when we are able to, which I'm hoping we will be able to in May, June time, my doors will be back open again and I will be doing my hands-on healing. Um, but my validations from distant healing on my group are there to be seen. And um, I have a wonderful connection with everybody that I work with. I know I've gone on a bit. I hope that you have enjoyed just a very, very, very quick, um, well, 22-minute um, connection with you guys, just telling you a little bit about myself. Um, I do have a web page, which is www.guidedhealing.co.uk uk which you can go on to um and you can see everything about me and everything that i do it does need updating a little bit i just haven't had the time but you can message me from there on my um email address which is sharon nicholas 94 at gmail.com it's all on my web page guys but if you'd like to come over and just have a little nosy um, on my Facebook group please do feel free to do so and the code for that will be 
uh, guided healing podcast. If you just say that, then my admin will know that you've come from the podcast group. I will try and make it a day where I come on and have a little chat with everybody. I think I will try to do it on a Monday afternoon, but I will keep you updated as to what day it will be. I hope you've enjoyed the podcast today. Angel blessings to everybody. I'd like to give a big kiss and blow a kiss up to all our spirit loved ones at home. God bless that to all you squidgy people out there. I hope you've enjoyed my podcast today. Lots of lots of love. Be safe. Be kind to yourself. And please be kind to one another. Thank you so much for joining me today. Lots of love and bye for now.